With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Chris Mannix, kind enough to uh, join us early on the West Coast after uh, last night's performance here. Have you been to sleep, Chris? Uh, Briefly, um, I just uh, removed the Papa John's pizza box from my bed, (laughs) so um, I'm feeling okay right now. A little, uh, little tired, but I'm okay. How sustainable is this for the Boston Celtics? Very sustainable. Um, I picked the Celtics to win this series in six. And my biggest concern coming in was not if there would be a talent gap between the teams, but how overwhelmed the Celtics would be by the moment. Um, Golden State, 123 games of finals experience. The Celtics, zero. Um, That matters. You go back to 2012, and look at the Oklahoma City Thunder team that played Miami in the finals, you could make the argument that even with LeBron, Wade, and Bosch, that Thunder team was at least as talented or more talented. Mm-hmm. They just were overwhelmed in part by the moment. Um, beyond like the first couple of minutes of game one, the Celtics weren't overwhelmed by the moment. They were very much present, and they survived You know, a finals record first quarter from Steph Curry to only be down by four. They had a lead at halftime. They had what has become their traditional third quarter pooping of the bed and then came back and rallied and, you know, outscored, uh, you know, the the Golden State 40 to 13 before Steve Kerr threw in the towel in the fourth quarter. They're just, I just think they're the better team, Dan, in this series. And if they're not going to get shook by playing in the finals, um, they're going to show it. Yeah, I think, and I agree with you, after the first quarter and Steph puts up 21, and then you realize, all right, we we withstood a knockout blow, and then you're leading at halftime, and I went, this bodes well for Boston. Then they fell behind, and then it's like Golden State's up by 11, and I go, all right, maybe Golden State learned its lesson, and uh, they'll close this out, and then all of a sudden, here they come. But 
Al Horford, can you see that? I guess there's a couple ways to look at this. You go, if you're a Boston fan, we won on the road and Jason Tatum didn't play well. We could steal another one here. Or does Golden State go, we just didn't shoot that well and they're not going to shoot that well. And it was really one bad quarter here. I think, look, you can look at it both ways. Um, I'm sure Golden State's taking the latter attitude, and Boston certainly is is taking the former. I mean, I don't think you can expect, you know, Derek White to shoot that well in game two. Al Horford to go four for four in the fourth quarter with a couple of threes. I mean, everything was working for the Celtics shooting-wise in the fourth quarter. I mean, the shots that Marcus Smart wasn't making in game seven against Miami, he was making. Uh, in game one against Golden State. All that being said, Tatum offensively was abysmal. Like, this wasn't just a bad fourth quarter. He was bad all game. Three for 17 was awful for Jason Tatum. To his credit, he had 13 assists, and so he stuck with it and didn't force uh, as many shots. But if you're the Celtics, your head of the snake plays that bad offensively, you can have a lot of confidence going into game two because you know, like, as much as Golden State can be optimistic about what they can do, the Celtics aren't going to get rushed like that by Steph Curry again in the first quarter. They're not going to sh- allow my, uh, Golden State to shoot 48% uh, in the first quarter. Their defense held the Warriors to 42% in the second half. That's more likely going to happen in game two. The Celtics defense is that good. So I think if you're Boston, you know you're going to take the biggest punch Golden State's got, but you've got to believe you can come away with two games in the series. See, I didn't buy into the they don't have any experience but then I saw Jason Tatum look like he didn't have any experience. Yeah, You got a rookie head coach. Two other rookie head coaches have beaten Golden State in the NBA Finals. Um, you know, I, So the players have to have experience, but a coach doesn't have to have experience. I think Udoka did a wonderful job, uh, certainly in the second quarter or uh, second half in the fourth quarter, whereas Steve Kerr, uh, it felt like he got outcoached. Yeah, look, the facts are, Ime Yudoka has bested Mike Budenholzer and Eric Spolster already in these playoffs. And those have been seven game series where coaching matters. He has pushed the right buttons in two series already. So it's no surprise to see him come up with the game plan that helps the Celtics win game one. But to me, Ime Yudoka's best uh, performance wasn't necessarily in this game. It's what he's done with this team all season. I mean, Dan, I'm in Boston. I'm at most of these Celtics games. I can't underscore how abysmal it was the first two months of the season when they were just awful, blowing leads and sniping at each other and looking like they might be lottery-bound at the end of December. Ime Udoka instilled in this team a mental toughness that they didn't have in years past. So when they go down 3-2 against Milwaukee in the second round, they don't panic. When they lose game six badly at home to Miami, they don't panic. And just like in previous games where they've blown third quarter uh, leads or had awful third quarters, they don't panic. Jason Tatum said it best after the game. He's like, at the start of the fourth quarter, Ime said to us, we've been here before. Mm -hmm. And they have. So I think his coaching was excellent in game one, but this was just a continuation of what I thought was one of the best coaching performances of this entire season. Yeah, I thought he did a wonderful job, and it showed last night. Doesn't seem like the moment's too big for him. Uh, 
What's the poll question we have today, Paulie, that we're going to go with? Which would it, Who would uh, an MVP of the finals do more for, Steph Curry or Al Horford? I mean, the, the narrative around Steph Curry is that he needs it, right? That it would elevate him into a different stratosphere, whether it's he goes from top 15 to top 10, whatever you want to say. Um, I, I Probably Steph, because I think just a championship is good for Al Horford. Like, I mean, Al who has been the bridesmaid how many times now, four times, you know, going to conference finals, Atlanta, Boston. Now he finally gets here. I mean, as I'm watching that game last night, Dan, it's like, you just can't forget that this guy was acquired for Kemba Walker. Like he was, he was available to everybody in the league and the Celtics got him effectively for a guy. Oklahoma city just bought out and a mid first round pick. I mean, that, that to me is, is remarkable. And Derek white, you know, yeah. could have been had by many teams in the league, acquired for effectively uh, a mid-first-round pick. I mean, the buttons that Brad Stevens has pushed this year with this team have been remarkable. Where would this team be without Al Horford and Derek White, two guys that were not on the team at the end of the last year? We're talking to Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated, NBA senior writer. What do you think the first order of business for Darvin Ham is with the Lakers? Ask Rob Palenka how the Russell Westbrook talks are going. I mean... <laughs> I mean, doesn't it really just come down to that? You know, Darvin Ham is either preparing for mission impossible in, bas- in a basketball sense, which is trying to find a way to make it work with Russell Westbrook or going into the season with a more balanced roster. I mean, frankly, Darvin Ham doesn't really know what team he's going to be coaching come early October. He knows LeBron will be there. He knows AD will be there. But this was a team, Dan, that had – how many minimum contract guys last year? They'll have a whole swath of new players uh, coming in this year. And we don't know what's going to happen with Westbrook. So I think it's who's going to be on this roster and what kind of players fit how I'm going to play. Now, if, I, if Darvin Ham is being told unequivocally that Russell Westbrook will be part of this team, to me, his first order of business is sitting down with Russell Westbrook and saying, Russ, you can extend your career by five years if you become a sixth man, look at some of the guys that have done it. The Jamal Crawfords, the, the players of that ilk that have been longtime starters transitioned to sixth men and had productive careers. Russell Westbrook, Dan, if he doesn't become a sixth man or become more of a role player, his career ends after this season. Simple as that. Nobody's going to sign him to be a starter in this league. But if he's willing to make that transition, if he's willing to make that turn, he could have a five, six-year career because he could still play well against second-unit types of guys. So if I'm Darvin Ham, who, as you've heard already from many people, connects well with players, well-liked guy throughout this league, I'm sitting down with Russell Westbrook, and I'm telling him that's the best way to extend my career. Good stuff, Chris. Thanks for getting up, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it, Dan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. No, you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When did you realize you could play in the NFL? Uh, you know, Dan, I, I really believe that back uh, when I was nine years old, first time stepping on the football field, that's really when it started for me. Where I believed right then. It was like not only – I just believed that was what I was going to do. That was just – to me, that was just what uh, I was created to, to play the game. And from that moment on, it was just – there was never a doubt in my mind this is just what I was going to do. Yeah, but you walk off the field after your final high school game. You don't even have a scholarship offer. That kind of hard <laughs> to believe you're going to be Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, you never know. You walk off the field, you don't know what your next steps are going to be. You don't. You don't know how you're going to get there necessarily. Uh, there's definitely, uh, you know, that doubt wants to creep in a little bit. But uh, the, but I just knew there was going to there was going to be a way. You're going to find a way to make your way there. It was just uh, it was. I just, I just believed in my heart. I don't know. It's hard to, hard to explain with words, um, but you know, that's always going to be what I was going to do. How much trash talking do you hear? Uh, trash talking. It's, I mean, it's part of the game, right? I, it's just, uh, it's part of how you play this thing, and uh, but what it's do part they, of the in and outs. What do they say uh, to uh, you? What they say to me? Yeah. Uh, it, it was much worse my first few years. It definitely died <laughs> down in the in that recent, uh, recent history. Uh, but uh, it's nothing too bad, you know. Nothing, nothing, nothing too bad, but nothing I'd like to repeat on air. Oh, but the first couple of years, they got to be really roughing you up because they're thinking, you know, who are you? You, you know, probably calling you Edelman or, you know, 
Although, uh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you're just, you know the angle. It, yeah, it happens a little <laughs> bit, but it, it happens a little bit, but uh, it's not, it's not, it's not bad. You know, it's something you, you deal with, but you, uh, you move on with it. Okay, but how do you? What do you say back to these players? I don't talk. I mean, I'm, I'm probably you heard me mic'd up. I'm probably more on the. Like, I, I fall under the Andrew Luck category. I'm probably just too nice to people and. Um, I, anyone that talks, I don't really say anything. Um, you know, our coach talks about nameless, like you're playing against nameless and faceless players. You know, you know, you go out there, you do your job, help them up and go, uh, go do it again. Best defensive back you played against this past year was who? Uh, not including, uh, on my own team. <laughs> yeah. Non-teammate. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, there was, there were some good ones. Uh, there were some good ones, some guys that challenged, you know, I thought, you know, there's there's a few guys that I thought uh, these guys might not get as much, you know, credit or respect, whatever you want to call it. Um, I thought Kenny Moore, uh, the nickel that we played, he plays for the Colts. Um, I thought Kenny Moore was a really good nickel. He did, did some really good stuff. Um, I thought, you know, early on we played against uh, Jalen Johnson with the with, with the Bears. I thought he was a guy that would come up and challenge you, I and mean, we had to have a plan for him. Um, and there's a a lot of guys that I could I could go through. But those two off the top of my head, those two kind of stick out um, as guys that I knew were you know were challenging you know playing and play out. I know you're from Washington, and Steve Largent was one of the best route runners I ever saw. It feels is there still a place for if you run the route correctly that you can get open? That it's not just athleticism, speed down the field. It's if you run those routes correctly. You should be open. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, we know as a receiver, you know where you're, where you're going. The DB doesn't. Um, so you should, in theory, always be you know a step ahead of wherever the DB is going. Um, I think correctly is a is a broad statement because uh, I think you know you could run a route correctly, but based on whatever you know coverage you're getting, whatever technique you're getting from the DB, it might not be the correct way to run that route versus what you're being presented. So there's a give and take to that um, that I think is important. It's it's running it correctly for the given situation. We're talking to Cooper Cup, the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. What did Matthew Stafford say in the huddle before that game-winning drive? Do you remember anything? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think it was just about, you know, let's go right now. It was just the belief, like, hey, this is going to be the drive. We go down here, we put points up, we're going to win this game. So, um We've been we've been so stalled out, you know. We've been struggling for a while now with that with that offense. We were just not able to get anything going. So it was just this belief, even from the sideline. Like, hey, this is going to be the one. We're going to get something going here. If people, someone's going to make a play, um, and we're going to get some uh, some momentum and drive down and, and you know put this team up. That ball is in the air. I don't know how long it felt like it was in the air, but what are you thinking? If you make that catch, you win the game. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, honestly in the moment you're not you're not thinking about anything in particular. It's like you're just in that moment. You're in that moment, living that moment out as a, as a single play in, in the football game. Um, you know, looking back on it, I mean, I know if I had if you had told me going into the game there's going to be this moment to try to win the Super Bowl, um, you know, there would have been that like you would you'd immediately feel the pressure. But for me, it was just about being in that moment right there, right, right then, being completely present in what I had to do um, in that moment, what was asked of me as a receiver, 
um, and just doing my job to the best of my ability. It wasn't about anything outside of what the moment really was. It was just uh, it was just living in that moment right there. Who got the game ball from the Super Bowl? You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't get into the locker room until things had died down. After I didn't get to hear any of the like the celebration or the speech or I don't even know if there was a speech. So I don't know who even got the game ball. Who cares more about how they look, Sean McVay or you? Uh, you, uh, who cares more? I, I think you gotta go with Sean. I think Sean cares a little <laughs> bit more about how he looks. Um, it's, you know, that, I like to look, I like to look good. He likes to look good. But I think uh, in terms of who cares more, you know, I think I can get I can get go out, walk out the door with some shorts and a t shirt. And I think I think Sean takes a little more time in the morning. He might comb his hair at halftime, Cooper. <laughs> no, he does. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he. I know for a fact he's got to go in at halftime, and the first thing he does is go look in the mirror. But like, okay, hair's still looking good. I got my, you know, I got my, this secret pack of hair gel that he needs to be anything's out of out of place. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go with Sean about it. He might he might not agree, but you can say it now. You were Super Bowl MVP. You're on scholarship <laughs> the rest of your life. There. Um, do you expect Aaron Donald to be your teammate this year? Are you planning yeah, no, on? I it? do. Okay. Uh, I've I've, I've I expect him to be back. I mean, I, I, uh, he's, he's so good. It's hard to imagine him not being back here with us, um, you know, going out there and trying to achieve, a, you know, winning a Super Bowl again. So are you taller than him by a lot? I'm not taller than him by a lot. I think, uh, maybe by a little bit, but he's, I mean, I guess he is, he is, uh, when you see me, he's a little bit shorter than uh, you think he would be, but, um, but you know he's not walking around. He's a he's a big character that walks around our facility. So you don't you don't see him as a you don't see him as uh, being a little shorter. What do fans say to you on the street? Uh, usually they ask if I am Cooper Cup or if like they say your name is your name Cooper, because um, I just I don't know. I think like I probably walk around like a, looking like a normal dude. So. Um, but it, it's, I mean, it's cool. I believe we have had some great interactions with fans here in LA and just, just around and um, yeah, everyone's for the most part been pretty respectful. But you don't get mistaken for somebody else since it is Hollywood. Is he, are you, are you saying anyone in particular? No, no, no. I was just curious. Okay. I'm just curious. You know, I, you know, the, the, the Paul brothers comes up sometimes, you know, the situation with the oh. Paul brothers, they got similar haircut okay. situation. Okay. Um, so that comes up sometimes, but uh, but other than that, no, not really. Oh, I could tell that you thought, uh oh, is he gonna? Is he gonna? I'm glad you <laughs> so, brought yeah, it I, up. I was like, I know where this is going. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I just asked. I did not know the yeah. the answer to my question there. Uh, tell us who you're uh, representing today. Yeah, so I'm, I'm here with Pat today. Um, um, they've just been uh, they're a, a, an allergy, um, really using Pat today. One daily relief extra strength has been an incredible thing for me. Um, talk about having the right tools for the job. That is something that for me, wake up in the morning, boom, one drop, knocks out my eye allergies and not having to worry about, you know, have you ever tried to catch a ball with your eyes closed, Dan? It's a it's a difficult thing to do when you can't see <laughs> what you're trying to catch. So uh, that's just been the right tool for the job for me and uh, really appreciate the partnership. With have me. you had allergies during a game? Uh, no. Thankfully, during a game, we I've being able to get things under control. Um, and, uh, you know, that's why, I, I mean, the issue a lot of times is in the spring. It's in, like, training camp. It's in OTAs where I just get absolutely wrecked. Um, and uh, 
the best thing has been just being able to drop these eye drops in there, knocks it out, not having to worry about that uh, for 24 hours has been huge. You're allergic to dropping passes is what you're allergic to. Yeah. <laughs> I had you drop. This is a great, that's a great line. Do you know how many you dropped? Uh, I, I'm not sure how many I dropped. I, it was too many. I know, I know it, was, it was too many. It was five. Uh, I think, okay, well, I think we might have different, different uh, definitions of what a drop is. What's your definition of a drop? How are you, you going to define it? However the NFL defines oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, I usually go, they I kept usually the go on if you, if you touch it. If I think if I touch the football, to me, it should be caught. Maybe file a grievance here that you want to object to those <laughs> five drops that you – well, actually, yeah, you're I'll, trying to yeah, add to your I'm drop trying drop. to add. I, I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably not as uh, – generous on giving myself a pass on some of those things have you heard from jerry rice after your season and since it sort of been compared to jerry rice's great season or megatron or randy moss did any of these re- former receivers reach out to you uh not i mean i, I think over social media um possibly some some guys have reached out and said thank you i, I think it was probably during the season and um you know it kind of gets lost in the shuffle but uh you know, I I know there's some of those guys have have reached out and just been. I, I've been. I mean, I'm so thankful for the fraternity we have in the, in the NFL um, and just among receivers too. Um, it's just been incredible to see the guys that have been playing this game for have played the game for a long time and done some incredible things. How much they root on and are fans of the game. The guys that are doing it now and are coming after them. It's a it's a pretty cool thing to be a part of. Those are big numbers. Those are those are historical numbers. Like, what do you do for an encore? I go out and try to do my job a little bit better. I think that's uh, that's what it is. And, and, and then it's really not about trying to chase the numbers because that's uh, I think that's a slippery slope that you just don't want to get into. Uh, but for me, it's it's about being a better football player. What can you do to be a better football player? The numbers, all that stuff, that's going to end up there, – there, there are so many variables. There's so much that goes into, you know, what the end of the day production on paper is going to look like. But for me, I want to be able to watch the tape and say, hey, look, you know, how can I be that much better playing and play out? How can I, you know, you know, how can I move the needle for our team in the right way, um, play and play out? And, and that, that to me is where my focus is. And if I can do that, if I can be a better football player, if I can be a part of us winning more games, uh, regardless of what the production is, I feel like I will have done my job. Paulie, how many catches is Cooper Cup behind Jerry uh, Rice on the all-time list? Jerry Rice, uh, Cooper's got 433, so he's 1,116 catches behind you Jerry can, Rice. You can do it. You're yeah, pay- yeah. It, it, Jerry played, what, 20, 22 years? Yeah. Will you be able to play? How long will you play? Like, what do you say uh, to your wife of, this is the ballpark uh, figure? Yeah, well, I want to play as long. My boys love I, right now. My, I've got a three-year-old, or about to be a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. They love, you know, coming to games, watching the football, being a part of that stuff. I, I think that's only going to get more fun for them as they get a little older. Um, but as long as they're enjoying it, I'm going to keep playing. So, you know, I, I don't really have a cap on it. Just want to, I'm going to keep going as long as I possibly can, and as long as my family is uh, is enjoying what what's going on as well, um, and and as long as I'm enjoying it as well. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep playing. Wearing a Dodger hat. Are you a Dodger fan or you just like the hat? No, I, I really like this hat. I, you know, being down here, I've actually, you know, started, I've been to a few Dodgers games and I met some of those guys. So I'm, I'm a fan of what they're doing, obviously doing some really good stuff, playing well this year. 
Um, so, you know, I, I, I had to take a hiatus from baseball. I, I stopped playing when I was like in eighth grade, stopped watching it completely. And it seems like just recently it started to come on, come back a little bit. So, um, you know, I feel like I'll just dive back in with the Dodgers. Great to talk to you. Congratulations and uh, good luck upcoming season, Cooper. Yeah, thank you very much, Dan. That's uh, Cooper Cup, the wide receiver for the Rams and Super Bowl MVP and uh, also the Offensive Player of the Year. Those are crazy numbers. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... 
You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. There's one person that we need to call. He's uh, John Canzano. He's a uh, columnist and uh, radio host, and he joins us back on the program. Uh, John, all right, help me understand if there are they are the Blazers for sale. A hundred percent, they're for sale. Uh, there's no wiggle room. The Paul G. Allen Trust uh, dictates that the Trailblazers, the Seahawks, as you mentioned, everything inside that trust has to be liquidated. And it's supposed to be liquidated for the benefit of the trust. And that trust is supposed to fund Paul Allen's passion projects. Now, we already saw there was a huge piece of real estate in Southern California that Greta Garbo, once upon a time, nicknamed that sold for uh, $65 million in in January. Uh, Paul Allen's super yacht, the Octopus, had a submarine on it and all kinds of cool stuff. It it sold in November. Uh, They sold that for $400 million. So this is just part of the procedure. I think, you know, people in this region know the Blazers are for sale. The Blazers can say they're not for sale. But we know how that works. Um, why Phil Knight? Like, and it feels like there's nobody. I mean, he's 84 years of age. Uh, but why? Yeah, that's, a, that's the question, right? Because for years, we always thought that, you know, he, he doesn't need an NBA team. He doesn't need an NFL team. He doesn't need a Major League Baseball team. Uh, through Nike, he, he owns them all, right? I mean, he's got his hands in everything. Um, but if you really look at what Phil and Penny Knight have done over the last decade or two, especially in the state of Oregon, they, they have invested in the University of Oregon. They've invested in the, uh, the health and science and research uh, facility here. They have uh, given money to Stanford, as we know. But, um, you know, people don't talk about some of the behind the th- scenes stuff that I think makes this make sense. Uh, when Pat Casey, the legendary baseball coach at Oregon State, was being wooed by Notre Dame, Phil Knight, who, you know, reached over to his rival university and said, how can I help you? He personally wrote a check to help Oregon State, his rival, keep Pat Casey. Phil Knight grew up in Portland. He grew up in this state. He made his fortune. He built his company here. I think this is 100% legacy play by Phil Knight. Doesn't want an outsider to come in and own Portland's NBA team and perhaps move them. But is he looking at getting the Seahawks and the Blazers at the same time? It's a great question. I don't think the Seahawks fit that because I think people in the state of Oregon view Seattle as over there. But I wouldn't be surprised if, as you look at the involvement of Alan Smolinski with the Dodgers, and you know, it, it feels like this they could be a player in that conversation as well. But I don't think Phil Knight at 84 needed an NBA team or an NFL team. I think this is all about his legacy, Dan. But that means the Seahawks are up for sale. And have there been, like, what's the value of the Seahawks? Yeah, I, I think they're looking at the, the Blazers Brain Trust, which is really Vulcan Inc. It's located in Seattle. They, own, they uh, you know, owned and operated the Blazers for a long time under the Paul Allen umbrella. Um, you know, I'm told they were looking at the Denver Broncos sale, uh, Allen and company, no relation to Paul or Jody Allen. Uh, they're running that auction of the Pat Bolin trust to sell the Broncos that those bids started coming in at four billion and now five billion. So I think the Seahawks are in that five billion plus range. And I think, you know, eventually the Seahawks will be sold. I'm told that they will be the last piece of the estate to go out the door. 
and that Jody Allen has a much deeper connection with the Seahawks than she does the Blazers. She may be angling to come in as a minority owner or part of an ownership group. She, I don't think, is interested in owning the whole franchise, but I won't be surprised to see Jody Allen involved somehow with the Seahawks when they are sold, and they will be sold. Closer to a championship, the Blazers or the Seahawks? I think the question I've been asking is closer to a championship, University of Oregon or the Blazers? Is Phil Knight trying to get his championship with the Trailblazers and not the <laughs> University of Oregon? Um, I think, you know, in the, the NBA is tough. We all know small markets, huge disadvantage, right? And that's why I think always having the deep pockets of Paul Allen was a benefit to the Blazers. If you get Phil Knight in the door, and I can tell you, Dan, people here are over the moon at this possibility because they were thinking about outside ownership group, people who wouldn't spend. I think if you get Phil Knight and Smolinski uh, owning this team, Adam Silver has to love it. The other owners have to love it. And the fans here would love it because I do think it gives Portland a, a punching, you know, puncher's chance in the NBA. Great to talk to you again, as always, John. Thanks for joining us. Take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.